Podcast City Network. It's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me Podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate to his podcast for more amazing episodes. Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. Today we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the click the support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. This episode is brought to you by Code Story. How does a startup get from the back of a napkin to MVP to exit? Code Story. Code Story brings you in-depth interviews with founders, CTOs, and tech decision makers, digging deep into the vision and critical moments of the people building the next big thing. Hosted by tech entrepreneur Noah Labhart, Code Story is a periodic window into the startup world. In their own words, veterans share what it feels like to disrupt an industry, how to recover from critical mistakes, and what it takes to build and lead a team that has your back. Visit them at https codestory.co. Why is it that so many online businesses fail? According to the famous online business coach, Victor D. Reynolds, most people fail because they do not have strategies in place to ensure their success. Right now, Victor D. Reynolds is willing to share his strategies in his free book called Get Off the Bench. You can get his book for free at www.victordreynolds.com slash getoffthebench. Check it out now and learn how to turn your business into a successful one.
Hi guys, we're back to the show. Are you guys interested in making money? Well, keep listening to the podcast. I'll make a special announcement on how you, the listener, can make money by listening to my podcast as well as other podcasts. Stay tuned. Guys, we're back on the show today. We got a special guest, Amon Gregor. How you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Welcome to the Shark Tank. So where, uh, so where are you from? I am um, originally. I'm from. Uh, I was um, raised in uh, West Covina, California. Oh, that's nice. Where's that located? I know, like San Diego and San. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's located like thirty minutes east of Los Angeles. Oh, okay, okay. So you hung out in Los Angeles a lot then. Um, yeah, family in Los Angeles, things of that nature. But it's like a little bit of a of a suburb. I lived out there when uh, I was nine years old. I was uh, born in Los Angeles. My dad is from Los Angeles, California, but um. He moved out to uh, West Covina when I was nine years old, and I lived up there until I became an adult. Okay. And where are you located now? I am located in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, okay. In the fight capital, right? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so at what age did you begin uh, training uh, martial arts? Uh, well, it kind of happened when I was younger. Um, my mom had me do uh, Taekwondo when I was like 12 years old, so I got exposed to that a little bit. Um, about like about seven, eight years old, I also did a little bit of karate from what I remember. Um, but mainly, I really got my start um, with the Taekwondo a little bit, and then as I got older when I entered um high school I did um I did wrestling like my junior and senior year now after high school it was about when I was in college I was um 23 24 I did boxing for about a year um and that's when I actually um ran into um uh, a uh, MMA fighter and that's how I got exposed a little bit to uh the business Oh, okay. And then, um, what organizations do you, are you still actively competing now or are you? Uh, yeah, yes. Um, right now it's kind of, um, it's kind of been a hit and miss with me this year. Uh, I had some, um, bouts scheduled, um, I, but I have fought, uh, for tough enough out here in Las Vegas. Um, it's a, it's an amateur promotion, one of the biggest ones in the country. Um, I fought for them. I also fought for uh, King of the Cage. Uh, oh, with when, uh, Mike Camp is a promoter who uh, ran King of the Cage when it was out out here when it came to Vegas. Now I believe he's back in like Michigan. Um, also, I fought for um, IE Fight Night with uh, Lorenz Larkins. He's a He's um 
mixed martial artist who fights for uh, Bellator MMA. So I've had my share of uh, experience. I uh, made my uh, MMA debut when I was 30. Um, and then um, I've been I've been fighting since. But before that, I was um, training since mixed martial arts roughly since I was 25. Oh, wow. And you said you wrestled yeah. in high school or? Yeah, I wrestled, I wrestled in high school for uh, two years. So oh. I had a, I had a pretty good, you know, grappling base going into it. Um, I started doing uh jujitsu 2009. Um, and then I, of course, you know, I made my mate. I wait. Uh, I made my way up in the uh, ranks a little bit. I got my blue belt, things of that nature. Um, but due to um, some injuries that kept happening to me, I didn't make my debut until I was thirty. Oh, uh, what kind of injuries? Um, I had a I had a rib injury at one point. Um. One of my um, sparring partners uh, did a body kick to me and caught me in like a floating rib. <laughs> that was uh, so that 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 hurt me a little bit. And um, then uh, when I was gonna fight again, I think it was a year prior, like 2013. Uh, I was gonna fight around that around the summertime. And then I got a um, little bit of an elbow injury from <laughs> the same training partner. Uh, yeah. So from that point on, I said, okay, if I'm going to do this, I just can't really let anybody know that I'm going to be, you know, competing because every time I let people know, you know, I have that one training partner who goes a little bit too hard, I felt at the time. So I kept it secret all the way up until the the fight officially. So he really didn't know about it. I guess he left, but um, it was about maybe, I want to say, two weeks before I let everyone knew that, yeah, I'm taking this fight. Uh, so it sounds like this guy's not really a good training partner. You're supposed to be I mean, your partner when you're fight. Right. Well, I mean, he's, 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 we're cool now. He's a, he's a good guy. He's very passionate about what he did, uh, does and stuff. I mean, he fought for uh, Bellator um, as a pro. Um, so he's into his pro career and stuff like that. Um, I'm probably going to be uh, going pro, I want to say, next year. So Which I just, do you think? you think you're going to be in Bellator? Uh, well, Bellator is with Larson, right? Yeah, Lorenz Larkins. Yeah, he he's the he's the uh, first promoter I fought for. Um, Bellator is my is my goal is my focus. I have a friend who is a manager um, who who could get me into Bellator. I'm just going to finish up my amateur career, just like two more fights. And then probably just do like maybe one or two pro fights, and then um, he said he could get me into Bellator. So that's the uh, that's the goal. So by you know this time next summer, I'll be into my you know pro career and stuff. 
Now, what pro organization would you do before Bellator? Because you said you got to do like one or two before you get into Bellator. Um, like, I guess, like, you know, like promotions like maybe Gladiator Challenge, um, Cali Wars, um, Cali Cage Wars. There's all sorts of promotions that he that he's cool with out in uh, California. Now, if, you know, Bellator, you know, says, okay, well, we want you to, you know, it just depends because with Bellator, it's all, you know, Bellator and a big organization, it's all about your following and everything. So, like, if they feel like I have a big enough following, they just say, hey, we want you to make your pro debut. It's just like with my uh, friend Chris, well, yeah, my friend Chris, the kid Reyes, he actually, um, he did a Bellator, he fought on Bellator like this year, and it was his second, you know, pro fight. So it's just like, you just never know. The organization may just say, okay, we want you. So that's why I do my best to, you know, get a following on social media, Instagram and Twitter. Um so I mean I'm pretty I'm pretty known in uh, Vegas a little bit. I got some followers out in um, Nigeria because of my mom, of course. Uh, Europe because I have a sister out there, and it's just all about you know making contacts and networking and things of that nature. That's really what gets you the um, the opportunities. I mean. You know, not everybody can be Conor McGregor and stuff like that and make millions of dollars right off the bat. You know, he yeah. he built he built up to it. He he got a following, and that's how he got the opportunities. It's like to me, it's not really like it helps. It's not really about who has the best skill set anymore. It's really like who has the best um, following to get you that opportunity. Preparation, yes you know, it's important, but it just, to me, it just seems like the Conor McGregor's of the world are getting the opportunities to be, you know, on Bellator, 1FC, uh, UFC, things of that nature. Okay. Now, quick question for you. I thought we thought King of Cage was a pro organization. It's not? Uh, it is. Uh, King of the Cage does amateur and professional. Oh, players. okay. So they have an amateur so, section. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, when they were in Vegas, I did. Actually, I fought twice for them. When they were in Vegas with Mike Camp, uh, that was 2016. And then I fought for them in 2017 when they were in Reno, Nevada, under Alan Jocelyn, who runs, I believe, Pure Combat up in um in Northern California. Um, Alan Jocelyn also started final fighting championship as far as like being a matchmaker for it. So Alan Jocelyn is pretty, uh, pretty big name in the uh, MMA world right now. Okay. So and then that one fight I see here that you had in King of Cage before Matt Bailey, right? And it yes. You won by a TKO? Yes. Yes. With um with Matt Bailey, that fight is like one of my favorite fights um of my career. Like um Matt Bailey, um he me up to the fight it was kinda like you know how you always have your 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 pre fight, you know stuff and everything like that. So I'm going to tell you a funny story. 
real quick. So on um on my Facebook, you know, I didn't know this, you know. But that's why, you know, as I got after I got to know, you know, Matt and everything, it kinda like made me realize like, okay, that's who he is. You know. So he had a quote on his Facebook page. Um he said, uh, thou shalt not throw shade if thou shall not, you know, if I, it says something to the effect of thou shalt not throw shade if thou cannot throw hands, right? And it said, negalations uh, for something, right? So, you know, Matt Bailey, you know, about 6'6", 240, big white boy from Barstow, right? And so I'm just like, this dude really say that? I was just like looking up and like, and I was looking at his picture, like, oh, okay, so you want to be a little, um, you want to be a little vanilla ice wannabe. So I kind of, in my mind, I was like, okay, this is personal to me, you know. And then as I got to the weigh-ins and stuff, and then I just, you know, I saw his friends, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, this is who he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I found out, like, you know, kind of afterwards, it was like, okay, this is who he is. It's not something like, because you have people who pretend to be somebody they're not. And at the time, I felt Matt Bailey was trying to, you know, be something that he was not. And then I, fi- you know, I find out, you know, I'm like, dang, this is actually who he is. This is how he talks. This is what he wears, blah, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And, and then I like his, um, in the fight, it's like, I like his tenacity. You know, I'm, you know, I'm experienced at the time and I'm going at him. And I'm just like, this kid keeps coming. He is tired as hell, but he keeps coming. So I love his heart and determination and stuff like that. And it made it for, you know, a very exciting fight. Um, I took him down. Uh, I had him in a, um, I like to call it the Rory Nelson position where he likes to trap your arm and kind of like a crucifix and start throwing punches. Mm. And then, And then I got on top of him and I started to throw, you know, some more ground and pound and then they finally stopped the fight you know i was i was tired as heck <laughs> honestly i think it was the um it was the end of the it was towards the end of the third you know but um but yeah that's that was one of my that was one of my favorite fights and then my last my last fight was um back in may of last year against a guy named anthony Wolbeck. uh that one is kind of personal for me um, because, um, I felt like the, uh, commission kind of like, I felt like I kind of got screwed on that fight because it ended up being a draw, but in the eyes of some people, the people there were coming up to me after the fight saying that I won. Oh. And, and because of one point deduction that made the whole fight a draw, I'm kind of like, okay, so you guys are saying that we were neck and neck. You, you see what I'm saying? So kind of. I took I took that fight personal. I mean, and um, I was like wanting to run it back with him. I was supposed to run it back with him this year, but I guess he didn't. He wasn't. He didn't. Um, I guess he wasn't medically cleared because I was gonna go to California and fight him on the California Fight League, and yeah. so. You know, and then I find out like, oh yeah, he's not he's you know not medically cleared and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, so the fight was off, and I was just like, and this you know some of the screenshots that I got 
like some of the stuff he was saying when he said it was like, oh, easy money and all this kind of stuff. I was like, oh, okay, I got you. I'm easy money, huh? So, yeah, that is that fight right there. It's like one fight I would love to run it back. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens. You never know. I don't know, like, I don't know how his health is currently. So, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, so you you track him on Facebook just to see what his status is? Uh, <laughs> honestly, no. The crazy thing was I got screenshotted a lot of what he was saying, you know? And, like, he wanted to run it back. I wanted to run it back. But, you know, you said easy money. And, like, I'm like, okay, so you're saying I'm an, you know, easy money. But then at the same time, though, you weren't able to fight. Like, he had elevated or high blood pressure, I believe. It was why he couldn't be cleared. Um, so, so I'm like, elevated blood pressure, you know, it could mean that, oh, maybe you're nervous. I don't know. Or maybe it was something else you were dealing with at the time. I'm not going to say you're afraid of me, but, you know, elevated blood pressure is usually either a lot of stress or, you know, something. So that's why I was kind of like, you know, know, I was kind of mad that that fight really didn't happen. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, if you're not medically cleared, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, yeah. How often do you guys go to get medically cleared? Like, is it just once um, like every time we get ready for a fight, like just say like um, if we have to do blood work or physical, depending on the state. Um, some states are different. For California, I haven't fought in California like since 2014. So I had to get those through the whole licensing process and stuff out that I had to, you know, go do a physical, go do the blood work. So once your license, you know, once to renew your license, you got to go through that process again. So I want to say about give or take every six months. Okay. So it's just like, I haven't, it's just at the time I, you know, I had to renew my license and, you know, do the blood work, do the physical and all that kind of stuff. But like out here in Vegas, it's um, you just have to do the blood work because at the fight, they do the physicals. And the weird thing about California, it's like, okay, well, you're going to do the physical anyway at the, you know, at the fight. Why do I have to give you a sports physical before? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, every, every state is different. Like Utah, is the same I believe as far as like you do a physical but then you still have to like you're still going to get a physical done at the fight so it's like I fought Utah, California, and Nevada um hopefully I'll be able to you know these next two fights you never know maybe one out here and other one in California or heck I may fight one in Arizona because I have a family out there and then finish up out here so you just you just never know. It's just it just all depends on what happens. <laughs> now, did you move to Vegas because you wanted to be an MMA fighter, or was it just? Um, yes, it was kind of a little bit of a of a mixture of uh, life change and because I wanted to be where the action was. 
um, when I got to Vegas, it was um, October of uh, 2014, I left California. And it was crazy because it happened about four months after my uh, MMA debut. I came out here and I said, okay, I can't fight. I said, I told myself I can't fight for at least a year. You know, I got to, you know, get settled and do my thing out here. So the King of the Cage fight was my first fight out in Las Vegas. Okay. And then my second, oh, my, yeah, out here in Las Vegas. And then my second fight out here in Las Vegas was on, um, tough enough on their, on one of their biggest events of the year at the time. Um, it was, um, packed the mat and that was in 2017 okay and then so what gym do you train at now do you train at like a big gym or? um right now right now as far as like my jiu-jitsu gym i um i'm going back to uh the gym i first came to when i was in vegas called you know carlson gracie and everything uh that was my gym i was kind of you know doing my own little thing for a minute just going and getting getting training here and there. But now that I'm uh, getting towards the end of my amateur career, I'm really uh, tuned in on uh, going to Extreme Couture and training with those guys because uh, they got guys my size, you know, like Carl Badwater. Um, he's on a professional fight league. You got Ray Suffo over there. You got Francis Noganu who's <laughs> over at Extreme Couture. So Extreme Couture is is like going to be my destination because they got big guys, my size, um, you know, as far as MMA is concerned, but as far as like my jujitsu team, Carlson Gracie is going to be my jujitsu team. I'm really close to, uh, the professor over there. And, um, I, I gave him the promise as long as I'm, you know, in Vegas or around a Carlson Gracie affiliate, I am going to be Carlson Gracie, you know? Uh, okay. Oh, that's good. And then how, how do you find dealing, like, training, like, past the age of 30? Well, I know the, 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 the good thing is with me, it's like, it's, uh, it's about training smart. Like, yes, you want to train hard, but you got to train smart. A lot of fighters, a lot of injuries come through, like, a lot of overtraining. Like some guys be like, okay, well, I'm going to spar like, you know, five days a week or six days a week. And me, it's like, well, that's kind of a little bit too much. It's like every day. Me, it's like, I would rather, you know, spar at least, you know, during training camp, at least two or three times a week, you know, as far as like getting in there with the guys and doing some hard sparring and stuff like that. But even with the hard sparring and everything, it's like, I believe in um, 100% aggressiveness and like maybe 50%, you know, power. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to make it to the fight. A lot of these young fighters go ham and go 100% everything as far as, you know, sparring. And then when they get injured or knocked out, they're not able to make it to the fight. So it's really all about being smart with your, you know, training plan. And for me, that's what's really helped me. Like, even though I am, um, you know, past the age of 30, as far as, you know, MMA is concerned, I started a little late, but I'm still able to, you know, do 
the things that like a 21, 22 year old can do. And that's because I take care of myself and because I'm smart with my, you know, my, my training plan. Hmm. Now what's your typical training sessions? Like, like you take like a workout one day, you take the next day off or you do uh, um, one day like, one day and another thing another day. Yeah. So what I do typically is when I'm in, when I'm doing my training and I'm in training camp, I'll have my grappling, I'll have my heavy focus on my, you know, grappling days. Like, okay, this is like, this is grap, this is grappling day with some kickboxing. And then the next day it'd be like, okay, this is boxing with some, you know, with some emphasis on wrestling over here. It's just, you know, mixing it up like cage work, um, conditioning, because, you know, as MMA fighters, it's like, you got to mix up everything. So it's like, you really can't, we really can't do one specialty, you know, uh, you know, a day, you know? So I like to mix it up. Like, you know, one day I'll do, you know, boxing for MMA with some conditioning. And another day I do jujitsu with some, um, some Muay Thai work. Uh, another day I'll do some uh, conditioning with just like some wrestling for MMA, you know, just situational type training and stuff like that with my uh, training partners. And uh, that's really how I tend to, you know, mix up my training camp and my days and stuff like that. But um, conditioning, I really do try to get my conditioning, my conditioning in every day of training camp. That's something that's a, that's something that's a constant, but as far as, um, what I do, as far as, you know, boxing and kickboxing and jujitsu and MMA, I mix, I mix it up with the, with the days that I do it, you know? Mm. Now, how long are your training camps for, for a fight? Um, for the fight, my training camps, um, I tend to do about, a six week uh training camp because like some of my past fights have been kind of on the so um but typically about six weeks my next uh two training camps that i'm trying to do i'm trying to like do it for eight weeks this time eight to nine weeks so i'm trying to like get a fight like maybe two two months to you know nine weeks out and that way I feel like it'll be a little bit, you know, better for me because um, I took a fight with, um, well, shoot, and with some of my losses, um, my, my, my second loss came to a guy named um, Matthew McQuarrie. Now he's a uh, two and one as a professional right now, but as an amateur, he was like 11 and seven. He had like pretty much like 20, uh, amateur MMA fights. Okay. And so, so I, I took some short notice fights and stuff like that. And that's something that this time around I am uh, felt that I'm going to change, you know, um, because sometimes, you know, the short notice fights, I'm like, okay, that was king of the cage. Okay. This one was, uh, another one was still fist kind of. So it's like, my goal is to give myself at least, at least eight weeks this time between training camps. So I mean an eight week training camp. Oh, okay. And then like, who would you say 
is your uh, favorite MMA fighter? Right now, um, for like overall, I really like um, John Jones. Um, I know the man is, you know, has his uh, issues as a as an individual, but as a as a mixed martial artist, he's the best of all time. There's no there's no question. I really don't care what people say about the man as a person and all that kind of stuff, but the man goes in there, he does his thing, and he's been doing it consistently. Now, do you currently have any sponsors? Right now, no no sponsors really at this time. Like, I had some sponsors in the past and things of that nature. You know, I'm just kind of just, like, doing me and getting myself together. But um, definitely um, in the past, like, some of the sponsors I did have was, you know, um, Total Aggression Clothing. I had them sponsor me. Um, Bonnie B Barbecue, things of that nature. But uh, probably pretty soon here, um, as I gear up to come on back, I'll probably reach out to the sponsors again and everything and get and get some sponsors. I'm pretty sure of it. I got... I got some, uh, I have a lot of people that I know, so I know it won't be no problem getting a sponsor. Okay. And then, like, do you have any, like, fights coming up real soon? Would you like to let people know about Um, no, no fights, no fights currently. I'm just, uh, as I said, I'm trying to, um, focus on, um, getting some things together, but, um, definitely I will be, putting focusing my training camp a little bit out of extreme couture um i i do fight as an independent a little bit right now so it'll be more of like me going to extreme couture and probably just representing myself but um but yeah no fights no fights currently um everything works out i plan on um fighting hopefully sometime in the october i just gotta you know get some things together my um, jiu-jitsu coach wants me to do a um, a jiu-jitsu tournament in uh, Phoenix, Arizona on the 5th of October. So probably after that, I'll probably look to competing in MMA again, definitely before the year is up. Now, is that jiu-jitsu tournament, is it like a tournament or is it is it like a submission-only tournament or an IBJF tournament? What is it? Uh, it's, it's under the, um, I believe it's under the IBJIF. Um, it's like in the gi and stuff like that. Um, it'll be my first jujitsu tournament since, uh, 2015. Um, because I did, um, BJJ world tour in 2015 and all that kind of stuff. I did a lot of jujitsu, um, tournaments like back in the day, but, um, yeah, this one is going to be just like the normal IBJIF. I believe it's like the Phoenix open or something. Oh, okay. All right, good luck to you then. And then uh, if anybody, if any of my listeners or potential sponsors want to get in contact with you, how would they do it? Okay. Um, yeah, the way they could reach out to me is uh, Iman Gregor on uh, Instagram, um, Iman Gregor on Twitter, also Iman the main event Gregor on um, on uh, Facebook. Um, I have a person, I have an individual page and then I have my fight page. Uh, please, please go to my fight page, like, and follow. 
Um, that's where I'd be making my announcements at for like any upcoming like fights, events that I may be doing. And um, if you want to reach out to me by email, it's uh, imangregor at gmail.com. All right. Well, Iman, it was great having you on the show. Uh, hopefully we'll get to hear from you again in the future. Good luck at that jiu-jitsu tournament. Keep me posted on that. And then, oh, for uh, sure. <laughs> and obviously, whenever when you when you um, get your next fight, let me know, and, and we can probably have you back on the show for that to help you promote uh, that fight for you. All right, for sure, Mark. Thank you so much. All right, all right, everyone. We'll be back after this short break. Hey, everyone. I just want to make another announcement that October 1st, Tuesday, October 1st, you can meet me, Mark the Shark Retorto, and my daughter at a local library located at 144 Woodfield Road in Washington Township, New Jersey. Uh, the zip code, if you try to add it into Google Maps, 07676. On Tuesday, October 1st, starting at 6.30 p.m., my daughter and I will be doing a book signing. Where you can, we'll be doing a meet and greet. You get to meet us and learn how we go about writing our books as well as autograph them. So come check it out. October 1st, Tuesday, October 1st, starting at 6.30 p.m. till it closes. Again, we'll be at 144 Woodfield Road in the township of Washington, New Jersey. The zip code is 076, 07676, sorry. Check it out. Hopefully we see you there. Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark Retorto, sending a message to all the fans out there. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help support it by making a small donation. It could be anywhere from a dollar, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. It could even be a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated. To donate to this money to this podcast, go to www.markthesharkmmashow.com. Again. That's www.markthesharkmmshow.com. Hi, everyone. We're back on the show. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to two particular podcasts. One is called the One Five Podcast and the Darren Palmer Podcast, also known as Self-Publish in 30 Days. They can both be found on iTunes. The One Five Cast is also found on Stitcher and Anchor. His the link to his podcast is Anchor.fm/slash15cast. Me and my daughter were both interviewed on their podcast this past week. Please check it out. You'll learn a little bit about us and about our new books that we have out, including my daughter's new book called A Little Bit Louder, which should be published hopefully within the next two months. Again, check it out. It's the One Five Cast podcast and Darren Palmer's podcast called Self Publish in 30 Days. Again, I will leave a link to these particular episodes in the description of this particular podcast episode. Hi, everyone. Just want to make a note 
to all the fans that are listening to this podcast, we appreciate any donation you can make to keep this podcast up and running, no matter how small, anyway, from a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. To make a donation, all you have to do is go to my website, www.markthesharkmmashow, and click on the donation button on the first page. It's that easy. Again, it's www.markthesharkmmashow.com. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.markthesharkmmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website. Sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. www.markthesharkmmashow.com Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets, podcastcity.net. Facebook.com slash Podcast City Network. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at Podcast City Net. Only on Podcast City Network. Good day, everybody. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio, and you are tuned into the Mark the Shark MMA Show. All right, guys, we're back to the show. This is Mark. And to all the listeners out there, we'd appreciate it if you uh, make a small contribution to keep the uh, podcast going. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm mark the sh- slash mark the shark MMA show and click on the support this podcast button. And it's mark with a C and not a K. Again, it's anchor.fm slash mark the shark MMA show. guys this is mark the shark retorto letting you know that you can visit my website www.markthesharkmmashow.com you can get our podcast episodes on there and you can also shop the swag get your hoodies get your t-shirts get your hats it's all on there for both men and women we do not discriminate go out there and check it out www.markthesharkmmashow.com
This is a coupon queen pen from the CQP Moments podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Are you looking for your next action thriller novel? Check out The Cabal. The saga begins. You can find it on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com or www.RitortoFamilyBooks.com. That's R-I-T-O-R-T-L FamilyBooks.com. Again, check out the next great action thriller suspense mood book called The Cabal. The saga begins. Hi, this is Mark the Shark Retorto. This is a message to all the parents out there. Are you looking for an inspirational book for your child to read? Well, check out a book written by a child, an 11-year-old little girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has two books. One is called Invisible Girl, and one is called I Am a Survivor. Both inspirational books written by a child for a child. You can find them at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, as well as her website, www.RitortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, that's R-I-T-O-R-T-L. All right, guys, we're at the end of our show. This is Mark Retorto. I'm signing off. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called The Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C, not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget, if you look in a mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.